It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a look at Sunday, the final day of week 18. Who do we stream in to win and maybe secure ourselves a fantasy playoff berth? Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I'm a big Benny Gesserit guy. I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball on TikTok at RedRock underscore Beeble, and on Instagram, at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That is $150. If your bet wins, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Thank you also for making LockedOnFantasyBasketball your first listen every day. We're free. We're available on all platforms. So, thumbs up. Thanks a lot. Ring the bell, love it. Subscribe, yeah, that's fantastic. Leave a comment, also awesome. And the double bang as well, you guys are just the best. So we are heading towards the fantasy playoffs very, very quickly. It might start in one day, it might be a week. But we've got to make sure we're banking wins. And what we're doing on this show is looking at Sunday and the the guys that we can add in to give us that little boost for Sunday. There's a show earlier today, the Week 19 Preview, talking about streaming strategies and getting guys in for the week. There'll be a full waiver wire show coming tomorrow as well about guys to add. Um, and some of those names you'll see mentioned here as well. As players that we've got to pay attention to that will have longer term value than just on Sunday. But we're going to be focusing here on who do we stream in for Sunday's action. Sunday, early games as well. We start at 1 p.m. Eastern. So very, very early start there um, because that's what they do on weekends. We know this. Of course, we've got um, you know, the, the standard sort of injury stuff in terms of waiting for, for certain players. Uh, we had Steph Curry pop up on the injury report as questionable. Porzingis has popped up as questionable. Kyle Anderson, Anthony Edwards is questionable. Zubats uh, missed the last couple with an illness. Both Seth Curry and Cody Martin are going to be out for the Hornets. So is Lamella Ball, shockingly enough. Don Mitchell and Karis Levert are both questionable. Um what else is there? Oh, Brad Beal's probable for Saturday. Not sure if he plays the back-to-back. I think there's got to be some doubt on that. And Eric Gordon is questionable for the Saturday game. He might play the Sunday. He may not. We don't know. Oh, Kelly Oubre is the other one as well. Uh, Kelly Oubre is questionable. Oh, he missed the last game, so he, he might be uh, available, might not be. We will have to find out. So, Yahoo Points Leagues, who are we streaming in? Every one of these guys is at least 50% available. The number one player on that list is Kelly Olenek. He's been averaging 24 fantasy points already over the last five games, and now there is a distinct chance that he starts. Scotty Barnes is out. Scotty Barnes has been the starting four. They could, I guess, put RJ Barrett at the four, but Barrett's probably more of a two 
than a three. So stretching him to the four doesn't make sense. Alinix started at the four last game in the second half. They could also go with Jordan Wara. They could also dust off Jalen McDaniels into that spot as well. But irrespective of if Alinix starts, I think he's going to get an increased role. A, he needs to play minutes at the four, but they just have no passing at all. It's Emmanuel quickly, and that's it. Barnes is playing backup point guard, so they need somebody else. So Linux role is going to increase, and even his regular production, it's 24 fantasy points a game. That's enough for me. So he's the top one there. Trey Mann comes in next. Karis Levert, if he plays. Now, Levert could get a significant boost, because if Mitchell's out and Levert does play, well, that's a huge boost for him. Derek Lively's minutes are pushing up. We've seen Daniel Gafford's minutes push down. So Lively's got a little bit of value there. You've got Royce O'Neal, who would... Gain value if Beal is out and Gordon, but there's a distinct chance that one or both of those guys are out on Sunday. And the last one there is Jeremy Sohan. Now, Sohan can't be relied upon, but his last game was great. The problem was his last two before that were bad, and the two before that were awesome. So it's a bit all over the place. But at least his role is sort of relatively secure. It's not all the way secure, but it's relatively secure. For ESPN points, um, we still use the Yahoo roster percentage because the ESPN percentages are all over the shop. Kalyanik still comes out as probably the best option there. I've got Trey Mann as next. He's 60% available still. Lamelo's not coming back. Cody Martin's out. Seth Curry's out. There's a lot here for Mann to do. He's also averaging 24 ESPN fantasy points over his last five games, but should have an increased opportunity in this game with no Martin and with no... Um, Seth Curry. So he's going to have an increased chance here. I really think that he's got really good value here. Karis Levert's there. Derek Lively's there. Jalen Suggs um, just missed out on my top six list for Yahoo point streaming, but he does jump into the ESPN point streaming list. Suggsy, his shooting has been pretty good most of the season. He can be weird sometimes where he plays like 21 minutes or he plays 30 uh, or he has five points or he has 17 points, but usually he's he's yeah, pretty secure and he should be you know, at least streamed in, maybe not on a roster in a points league necessarily. And the last one there is Andy Nembhard, who has had some struggles. Obviously, he's not that good. I don't really know what Rick Carlisle sees in him all the way through. But in terms of stream value there, yeah, I do like Andy Nembhard um, as an option for us to to uh, have a crack at and get in there and use. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. You can bet on all of your favorite NBA players and teams. You've got quick bets. You've got live same-game parlays, exclusive props, futures, spreads, totals, money lines. Chuck some parlays in there as well. Go and have a look at what you think is going to happen in terms of the awards, MVP, most improved player, rookie of the year, sixth man of the year, which is probably the toughest one I think at the moment to try and figure out the sixth man of the year. Is it Monk? Is it Bogdanovich? Is it Bobby Portis? I think it's probably going to be Bogdanovich, but I don't know. That's a tough one to figure out. Anyway, go to fangio.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. Fangio, official sportsbook partner of the NBA, and don't forget to gamble responsibly. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so let's look at some category league um, streamers for Sunday. Let's look at who we look at in terms of just raw points. 
Kelly Linick, you're going to hear this name a lot, man. I just think he needs to be rostered. They play Sunday. He's only got three games next week, but he has. This is not quite, but it's teetering on like three years ago, Houston Rockets' Kelly Linick, where he put up like a top 30 run. I don't know that he gets there, but it's actually possible. So I've got Linick. I've got Kelly Oubre there as well, who is um, questionable at the moment with a shoulder issue. Is Gaz Trent, who the Raptors just have to take on more usage. With no Barnes there, someone's got to do more passing, but more shooting. There's more minutes available. There's so much more available here, and we haven't seen what exactly is going to happen. Now, Trent is averaging just 13.8 points over the last five games, which is, like, that's okay. But Barnes being out just gives more shots. Does he get three more shots a game? Two and a half more shots a game? Does he hit one and a half more of those? Is it a three? Is that four points extra? Is it 16 points a game? Maybe. I think all of that makes him make a lot of sense. Same with the Linux, obviously. Karis Levert's there, who had been playing well, and then, of course, hurt his shoulder. So if he's available Sunday, I, I do like him there. Jalen Suggs is not a bad points guy. He's been getting double digits most of the time. And then Trey Mann, who weirdly just hasn't seen really any usage at all. Maybe he has to take on more in this game coming up, but he's worth looking at. He's just It's been weird that I thought he would come in and be pretty inefficient, but high usage, and he just hasn't done that at all. Been really, really low, which, again, is a bit of a surprise. In terms of looking at three-pointers, <clears throat> there's one that really stands out that is available everywhere. Gary Trent is up the top there. Really like his three-point value. But Davis Bertans is rostered nowhere. He's averaging 3.3 triples per game over his last four. And there's no Seth Curry. He's going to play 15 minutes or whatever coming off the bench. He might hit four triples. That's all he does. He just goes out there and bombs. So... Is he going to give you huge amounts of stuff? Not really. But a guy that's available everywhere, Davis Bertans can get you a lot here. I've got Eric Gordon on that list if he plays. Royce O'Neal's been hitting pretty pretty uh, large amount of threes. The Suns rotation's still a bit iffy. Uh, the Prestige Penis, great A dick. I said this on the earlier show, the Week 19 preview, that Olympics, the guy that, that I'm adding, the guy that I think is going to be the next guy to add is going to be Dick. I do think they're just eventually going to play him 30 minutes a night. Having that extra shot creation usage that Barnes leaves that gap for, Dick can fill that hole pretty easily. So we'll just see how much they use him. But for threes especially, yeah, I've got to go with Dick. And then Aaron Neesmith, he hits threes. He's hitting at a really high rate. He's back from injury. Last game, it was really tough. All their starters played like 20 minutes. It was just a destruction in that one. So that's hard to get. Uh, massively, yeah, you or know, read massively into that game. But Neesmith's back, and he's on that uh, list as a stream guy for us. If we go to rebounds, we're looking at some bigs here. Well, guess what? Kalinic's at the top again. Is he a 12, 13 rebound guy? Probably not. Seven or eight? No worries. Derek Lively, Paul Reed. Now, let's go to Paul Reed. Paul Reed was benched last game for Mo Bumba. Paul Reed had played really poorly, and what we needed to see was what happens. Right, because benching or starting doesn't always mean minutes change. And then Mo Bumba played a ton of minutes in the first half, and then I tweeted this out. I go, if these minutes hold, then yes, Bumba is an ad. But the minutes did not hold. Mo Bumba is not good, and I've said this for years and years and years. But he does have a very, very good fantasy skill set. So if Mo Bumba plays twenty six minutes, he's a very clear ad. But he didn't, and Paul Reed got twenty four minutes and closed the game and played the bulk of the minutes in the second half. Basically, what do you have, 13 and 8 with a steal and two blocks, which is totally a 12-team line. Now, coming off the bench does limit your upside a little bit because if Bumba comes out and plays well, well, they just won't go to read as much. So he is a little bit more risky there, but 
He was pretty good coming off the bench. He put up strong numbers. So I think if you were to drop him, and I, I know many of you would have done it immediately, I would have I would hold off. But this bench roll does not guarantee big numbers or big minutes at all. Bol Bol, he, I'd say, flubbed it last time out. He played a lot of minutes. But again, like, like Mo Bamba, he's not very good. But there are opportunities for him to get six or seven rebounds. Jeremy Sohan, 43% rostered. He's averaging seven boards in his last five games. I don't think you really think of Sohan as a guy that, well, I'm definitely streaming him in to get those rebounds. I'm not really even sure what you think of Sohan as in terms of what you're streaming him in to get. But the rebounds have been good. And getting seven or eight of them, which you can get here, I like it. And the last one's Al Horford. Especially now with Porzingis' question. If Porzingis is out, that might be like nine rebounds, nine points, but it's good rebound numbers. Horford's going to play, and he might get to 32 minutes or so in this game because of the potential absence of Kristaps. Let's look at assists. There is one that is standing out. It may not work, but it is Vasily Misic. Misic is averaging already 5.8 assists per game over the last six games. He's 4% rostered. He played 28 minutes last game with both Cody Martin and Seth Curry out. He could start next to Trey Mann. He could play 30 minutes. He could have double-digit assists. If you're looking for assists, there is no one, literally no one better to go and add than he's available everywhere. Kelly Linick, good assist player. He's going to have to take on a lot of ball handling stuff. Andy Nembhard, four or five assists maybe. Trey Mann, he's been getting four or five of them as well. Timothy John McConnell, well, you only get probably 18 minutes from TJ, but six assists, seven assists upside, nine assists upside. And then Karis LeVert. And sometimes we do this show on a Sunday and we talk about streaming in assists and go, it's really tough, man. You're not going to find them. There's a million of them. Misic, Linick, Nembhard, Mann, McConnell, LeVert. Every single one of those players, maybe not a Linux, but every single, maybe not an Empire, although possibly, every single one of those guys could, in a easily foreseeable scenario, get nine assists. Easily. It's not likely to happen, but it's not hard to find out. It's not hard to look at and go, well, I could, you know, how could Mesich get nine? Well, really easily. How could a Linux get nine? He's a really good passer. Like, it could happen. How does Leverto? Well, he can double-double without a problem. TJ McConnell, he racks him up like no one's business. Trey Mann's been getting six or seven pretty comfortably. It doesn't take much to get there. So there are quite a few assists available um, on Sunday, which is not always the usual thing. In terms of steals, quite a few good steals guys are sitting around there. Jalen Suggs is one of them. Gary Trent has made his fantasy value from steals over previous seasons. It hasn't quite been there, but it has improved lately. Aaron Neesmith, Trey Mann's been getting pretty good steal numbers in Charlotte. Kelly Linick, just from being on the court, will get you a steal, one, yeah, one to two steals, I guess. And Royce O'Neal, he's averaging one and a half steals over his last 10. So some of that is some of the big start games with Beal and Gordon out, but not all of it. That's what he does is bring steals. That does overly influence his fantasy rank. We know this. But one and a half steals, he's 27% rostered Royce O'Neal. I think there is uh, a decent amount of value in looking at him with uh, the potential of an absence of Beal and maybe Gordon as well. Today's episode is also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. It's also the easiest and the most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than on 226 player stat projections and you watch the winnings roll in. And at the moment on PrizePix, it's demon time. You can win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn 10 bucks into $1,000 because demons and goblins, that's the newest thing that PrizePix is rolling out there. You've got the squares that are marked with red demons or green goblins, and they give you different payouts. You can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct 
picks and prize picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. If someone exits the game in the first half and doesn't come back in the second, well, that player's projection just doesn't count against you and the rest of your entry stays live. So go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. The code is LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. The code is LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Pricepicks, pick more, pick less. It is that easy. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, steals are done. That means we're going to look at who do we stream in for blocks. And Derek Lively has been getting a lot of them. The minutes are moving to the 24-25 mark, which is pretty solid. Pretty solid. And the blocks are coming for him. Last six games, 2.3 blocks per game in limited minutes. It's a lot of blocks. Bol Bol, obviously a pretty good block guy. Mo Bumba, in 20 minutes of Mo, you can get two blocks. He can get six blocks in 24 minutes. A lot of block upside for Bumba. Because, again, if he starts and plays well, he might play 28 minutes, and then he blows up. You've got John Isaac, who can get you two blocks. His minutes upside is much lower than these players, but he's there. Paul Reed is a good defensive stats guy. He got two blocks last game. He can easily get two or three here. And Maxi Kleber is probably more of a two-block upside guy, not a three guy, but... He's getting a lot of minutes, getting 24 to 25 a night, and he's in that mix as well. RIP the value of Dan Gafford. Field goal percentage. Um, Derek Lively's there again on the top of that list. You'll notice that second name is a laugh, but it is James Wiseman because A, they are playing him, and B, his field goal percentage is pretty good. Now, I think he's still a terrible player and he shouldn't be getting any of these minutes, but it doesn't matter if I think that because he is getting these minutes and he is putting up a good field goal percentage. So if you're super desperate, maybe Wiseman's the guy. You've got Sticks, Jalen Smith there, who continues to shoot ridiculous numbers. The Pacers still can frustrate us with their rotations, but yeah, he's there. Jericho Sims has been starting because Hartenstein still a little bit limited, so Sims is not going to do anything apart from dunk. You've got Mo Wagner, who is not going to, he's going to do more than dunk, but his efficiency is through the roof, and he does it on pretty good volume. And then TJ McConnell. He's only 14% rostered, Timothy. Over his last 12 games, which is over a month, he's at 58% from the field. I think he's at 55 for the season, but 58 over the last 12 as a point guard. Imagine getting a guy who's got 10 assist upside with 58% shooting. Now, the other stuff is rough, and he's got low minutes upside, but that's pretty good. I think you'll agree. I hope you'd agree. Free throw percentage. We go back to Kelly Linick, and then we go to Great A. Dick, who's missed two free throws all season. Now, granted, he's only taken 25 free throws for the year, Dick. He's 23 of 25. That's 92%. He doesn't get to the line a huge amount, but... With Barnes out, somebody or multiple people need to do more. They need to have the ball more in their hands. They need to generate offense. They need to take more shots, therefore get more fouls. And if Dick remains a 90% conversion guy, that's really good. So the opportunity is clearly there. Cole Anthony, Dick's 11% rostered. I I think he's a definite 14-team ad, maybe 12. Cole Anthony, Alec Burks on the free throw percentage list as well. 
Malachi Branham has been pretty good, and his minutes are sort of pushing up a little bit at the moment. And then Amir Coffey with Paul George maybe playing or, or actually likely playing. Uh, and they've got a back-to-back Sunday, Monday, the Clippers. So George may sit one of them. Amir Coffey does uh, shoot the, uh, these free throws really, really well. And he's a little bit of an underrated guy to take a squiz out there. Lastly, what are the other categories that we can take a look at? Well, for three-point percentage, Davis Bertans, we highlighted him already. Offensive rebounds, Paul Reed is averaging 3.2 offensive rebounds per game over the last 13 in like 25 minutes. Again, there is a risk that he doesn't hit 25, but he's a good offensive rebounder. Timothy John McConnell is the assist to turnover guy. And field goals and free throws made, I am looking at Kelly Linick as a pretty good option for both of those categories. And that is the end of a Sunday stream show. Go check out the Week 19 preview to get more of schedule ideas and schedule quirks and maximizing games played. We talk about that there. And uh, I hope that you guys have success this week, whether it leads you to the playoffs next week or secures your playoffs for Week 20 or for Week 21 or, God forbid, Week 22. Every little thing helps at the moment, and that is what we're doing. Hit the thumbs up on the old um, subscribe button, um, bells, comments, you know how to do it, and the double bangers. We love you. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. See ya. Listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.